No, I don't remember the Lakes of Blood. So, so there was like the really like Rainbow Kingdom, and then there was like yeah. the dark like Skeleton Kingdom. Like the water was like poisonous. It was like after it was directly after he got out of the Beetle area. I, I need to jog your memory. I oh, don't remember this I'm at trying all. so hard. What's here? Um, was this, are you sure this was in Shanway? This was definitely in Shanway. But like, we, hmm, it was like we got there through like a portal, which was probably like a white portal, a white portal. Yeah. So, but it was like, oh yeah, okay, okay. Um, it had a castle there, and there was like skulls around, but the skulls were like watching everything. Yeah, yeah, it was the t the city on the beetle's back, and they were like using the blood of the beetle to make weapons. Yeah, and who's that guy that Chuck I completely got? Destroyed? I think it's. I think it's. I literally might have it in this book, like right next to me. We never got I to fight think, him. Yeah, I I actually, right on this page, it was a skull lord. Uh, that's a CR fifteen monster, which is we were like a little four, yeah. so uh, you know a bit out of our range at the time. Just so what happened there was I was just like, I was getting sick of Charlie continuously trying to make rebellions, and I'm like, you know what, this thing, this thing works really well for me just to scare the living hell out of them. Oh yeah, and because then, we and, see that and getting the people riled up. Yeah, and then it kind of colded the mob of commoners, and they yeah. all died, and you guys are like, oh my god. And then it knocked Charlie out of his staff. We had to kick Chuck through the portal. We need to go. Good times. Yeah, we never, never, never nothing was ever done about that. I mean, they, they're probably doing fine. They're like a subcontinent. They'll be fine. You know, the ones who land anything. What's it, what was that beetle CR question mark? Do you think I ever thought of that? <laughs> it had to be, had to be pretty wig. It was a very really continent beetle. Well, Can we name her Big Mama? I, I have no idea. I think the white, like the, the whole like plot of that town was like Wenster. The beetle, the beetle had like a mind, like a, like a sapient mind, and Wenster took its mind, left it on autopilot, and trapped it in a temple somewhere in the swamp. It was like a possible side quest that you guys could save this beetle queen. Was it a pretty big side quest. I mean, it's only like a continent-sized beetle. Well, you never ended up doing it because you tried starting a rebellion and you had to leave. I think I know how we're taking down Android. That's besides. We're gonna run them over with a bug. Big Speaking beetle. of giant bugs, today oh, is the day of the Conrit hunt. <laughs> I hope everyone is excited. In our last session, we fought the glass-wielding Madam Dockerite and met. Well, made, became better friends with Clackett Jack, a gun-wielding exorcist. Love that. It was also insane. Having defeated that evil minion of Saravada, we have turned in victorious and now awaken. The storm has passed and we are here. It is the time. Today is the day that we fight the Conrit and help the town and the city of Zavi avoid its fate, its fated prophecy of, from Oshiroshi Sozin a thousand years ago, talking about how a great sea beast will destroy this town. The Conrit is coming, and we must help the town avoid its fate. 
Nice. Okay. Um, are we all inside the hotel? Yeah, all inside of the inn. Okay. And this is the Didn't fancy. Be banned from the inn. No. This is the other town. That was the no. other town. And Globby was not one of the two people that was mighed here. And um, yeah. I take offense to that claim. Okay. But you are a fairly good guess as to doing stupid shit. No. Agreed. What? Um, Tim, I'm being bullied. Uh <laughs> So, what do you three do in these days? I think we should make our way down to the. I mean, it is pretty early, but I mean, did it say a specific time when we were going on the hunt or just today? Uh, they would probably be ready to head out as soon as possible, considering that uh, they just want this thing gone before it reaches the city. Uh, the, the people going out, so basically most of this town's navy, as this is one of Evanessa's main ports, have uh, are off fighting somewhere. So this town basically just has enough boats to defend itself, and those boats are all being sent out to fight the Conrad. And you will be boarding one. You don't need to board one. He can swim. What does that mean? It would devour him. You're a turtle. Yeah, last creature that devoured him, he didn't die. True. But that creature was trying to drown him after it ate him. I can't believe you mentioned turtle in front of me. You know I have a bad history with turtles. (sighs) How do you have a bad history with turtles? Okay, do I have to go through it again? There was two turtles... Terrible people tried to kidnap me. My dad saved me. Here we are. You mean your parents? Uh, parent, I was spit out by the white. Don't need help. Fiends. <laughs> Anyways, I think we should get to the boats. Would you two like to go to the boats as well? Uh, yes, let's go fight the Conrad. Should we... Uh, is Clack going to meet us there or should we pick him up? That is up to you. Clackett is optional for this quest. I mean, I would rather add him than that just me. I don't know about... What do you think, Trachnir? I mean, extra isn't a bad idea, but who knows if we'll need it. Yeah, totally. I I think yeah. Thank you for asking me. Um, totally bring them. Do you guys go and pick up Clackett then? Yep, let's go. Yes, Clackett. let's go pick up Clackett. You uh you arrive to his uh bizarre Victorian mansion in the middle of this uh, kind of East Asian town, and um as you do, you see Clackett there in his yellow pinstripe suit and crumpled up top hat uh, he's awaiting outside umbrella open over his head in a bright sunny day As i come back i see here to take another tour through my wondrous mansion 
You've been recruited. For what? A fight. Yes. Well, I can't say no to that. He throws the umbrella very violently to the side and he starts walking towards you guys. What this man? May uh, I go Nisei pick is up with us, correct? You say is here. Excellent. May I go pick up the umbrella? Yeah. Ooh. Put that away, you fool. It's not even raining. He spits at you. He goes walking towards <laughs> the dock. Can I capture the spit? We're going to walk to the docks. Yeah. We arrive at the docks. Many ships are boarding. What you see is, well, you do see several smaller ships, each armed with a single ballista, uh, local fishermen wanting to do their part to fight for the glory and uh, also help the town uh, delay or avoid this dread prophecy. What you do see, you see four ballista boats and six sloops. You can board one of the six loops. Can you say it again, please? I'm sorry. Four ballista boats, which are little boats with one ballista on them, run by local fishermen who have, are either brave or dumb enough to want to throw their stake in with this to this great battle on the sea to save their town from its prophesied destruction. And six sloops, which are parts of the actual navy of the town. It's uh, basically a skeleton crew guarding it, as the rest of the navy that is stationed here is off fighting somewhere in the Zashu and Civil War. I'm going to go on a big one. Okay, you go on one of the sloops. Sloop is a good idea. I will also get a sloop. Okay, are you guys not all going on the same one or are you splitting up? Hmm. I think uh, I think we should stay together. It'd probably be the best for uh, to watch each other's backs. I don't think we all need to be in one though. We could probably split it up between a couple. Teams of teams of five of us. So I'll take Quacket. I'll take Nisei. As the, the NPCs split themselves up. Malik, you coming with Glubby or me? I'm taking a uh, I'm taking one of the uh, one shots. You're gonna go on to the fisherman boats. I I I'm I'm I I have an idea I want to use with these a uh, with these catapults. I have an idea. Okay. I'm going whisper to track where he's dead. Maybe. Best of luck to you, uh, Malik, says Nisei. Try not to die again. I give him a firm handshake. Uh, Tim, out of the four of them, can I try to find the one that definitely looks in the best condition out of all? <laughs> you, you do find one that does look more uh, newer and sturdier than the other three. Then that's the one I'm taking. <laughs> yep. As the fishermen happily welcome aboard an experienced fighter as they talk about, they really don't know what to expect. And you're filled with confidence by that, I'm sure. And as this happens, do you are you all ready to set out? Yes. Oh let's... wait, hold the phone. Oh, didn't, you, the phone. didn't you say we could grab the the what's his name we gave us the quest? What do you mean? Or no? Do we have to check in him with him before we go or no? 
No, no. Okay. Uh, everything okay. will be. You've already signed. You've already asked for your lives as forfeit for Zavi's safety. So all Since of you. Somebody are here. volunteered except for, us. Except, except for yeah, it's Jeff. I think Jeff or Trackmere. Wasn't me. Okay, so it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was a guy who's not even here. So um, yeah, is everyone signed on for that yeah. except for Clackett? But he obviously has very little concern for his own personal safety. So here he is. Does not even ask what this is, although I'm sure he knows. So we head out. The gate opens, falling into the sea like the jaw of a large creature. The ships head out, sails opening the wind picking up and you they head out to sea about an hour goes by as you sail sail out into the endless blue you are in an area right now a thin stretch stretch of ocean between uh, of avnesa and a province of central zashu a place that has seen many many battles but is currently at peace the fights are elsewhere. No, one big reason for that being the Conrad that has taken up residence in these bizarrely shallow waters, or it's a species that is. It's not long before you see the telltale signs of the creature heading towards your boats, angered. Steam is rising off of its heated body as it swims through the water like a long, slithering serpent. You can see that it is at least the size of three sloops in length as it moves. A truly gargantuan creature. It raises out of the water, steam and water dripping off of it. It opens its mouth, less like the mouth of a centipede, more like the mouth of a bear trap. A jagged teeth made for tearing and closing around schools of fish. It opens two black eyes rest on its head and in between them shooting out is a large chitinous blade. Many legs chitter and squirm and you can see as large vents of steam pop out of its body, shooting off like cannons into the air around it and it lets out a horrific roar. Roll for initiative. Alrighty, here we go. The long anticipated wait. Finally, huh, great. Um, initiative. Here we go. 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 Oh yeah, natural twenty. That would be a seven. Thirteen. Twenty-seven. Thirteen. So twenty-two in total, Tim, for me. Okay. But I'm just doing some, and uh. A little bit of just some, uh, you know, like finalizations with the, all the other folks. So, and the others would be from 40. So, so far, you guys definitely have the numbers advantage by a lot. Uh, it's something to definitely feel confident about with this fight. Okay. Why do I get the feeling that it's not going to last for long? <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. Bah. We'll be fine. 
And let me just finish up this. That one's definitely not going immediately. Okay, the first to go is Trackmere. So currently you are all kind of orbiting around this, uh, floating around this 100 feet away from the creature in a circle. Uh, some kind of, you know, a strategy to keep everyone as far away as possible and while also all of them being able to shoot it realistically. You have on your boat uh, cannons that do 4d10 of damage as well as every spell in your arsenal. Uh, of course. There are men here who will be trying to fire either their own uh, bows or long-range muskets at it, as well as uh, some of the boat's cannons. What would you like to do? I'd love to shoot a cannon. Okay. Um, roll to hit. Add your dex modifier. Add my dex mod. Okay. Uh, plus proficiency. Plus proficiency. Okay. So... Or would be 20. Uh, that probably doesn't hit. 13. The first cannon shot rings out. The war, the fight, the great sea battle against the beast has begun. And the cannon is a direct hit. However, the chitin armor shell filled with minerals and stones from the seafloor easily deflects the cannonball. A spark against the creature as it deflects and fires into the ocean below. Letting out a roar, understanding that it's been attacked, the conrit begins to move. It dives beneath the water, and for a moment, all is still. An eerie silence fills, only the leftover steam from its dive and heated body left before it arrives. Coming up behind one of the sloops, not the one track here, then the Conrit rises. No. You see little things go on its body. And they begin. And as this as they move, um, they, these little holes begin to fire steam at uh, some of the uh, at one of the uh, ballista boats near the sloop. As it is not Melix. Okay. The steam fires at the little boat and engulfs it completely as all three attacks hit as all together this boat will take so that is Okay, guys, um, that that boat explodes. Oh, so uh, and the men on there are cooked to death on one of these smaller boats, uh, meaning that it will now redirect two of those attacks against a sloop. Uh, one of them will not hit the sloop; one will, and it hits this sloop, uh, scorching it and boiling some of the men. Where. Um, a delightful damage number of uh, 24, but that's more like 48 because it's a siege monster. 
So uh, it rolled a nat 20. I guess that other boat, by the way. That's why it did so much damage and destroyed it immediately. So as it, this sloop takes damage, the creature continues to let out a scream. And uh, it then a powerful, uh, you see that large blade on its head begins to turn red as it goes for an attack on the sloop. But luckily, just in time, the sloop is able to maneuver itself out of the way as the creature comes slashing down on the water and steam erupts everywhere, covering a third of the battlefield with it for a short time before it dissipates. It is now the term, turn of Well, um, Mark, what did you roll again? Uh, 13. It is now your turn. Awesome. Uh, question, is there any way per this turn, instead of firing, can I do something else? Yes. Uh, can I keep the boat at range and sail around this creature to get like a better like idea of this creature, see like how big it is, any like weaknesses it may have, anything like that? Yes, but you're going to have to be able to convince the crew to endanger their life like that. You did just see one of the other fishermen's boats be completely annihilated by the steam. I said there's no way I can do it at range or no? Um, well, you can try to make a, you can try to check, you can try an investigation check, absolutely. All right, let's try an investigation check just for the heck of it. I want to make sure you don't have anything in my, <gasps> wait a minute, I have a spyglass in my inventory. Okay, I'll make it with advantage. <laughs> Loving it. And I will take a natural 20 of my own, sir. <laughs> so, counteracting its natural 20 of your own, you look through the spyglass and you notice that there are almost like a kind of like a cranberry colored flesh in between the um, segmented uh, armor of the creature, weak points on its armored frame. And then looking further, you can see that on the top of the creature's head, the armored plate is cracked. And you can see something glimmering from within it. Looking and, looking and zooming in more, you see something implanted onto its head. It's kind of almost looking like Remy from uh, Ratatouille in this plate. You see what looks to be around a 10-foot tall humanoid with a pot belly and pinkish skin, uh, long claws on it. It has a, it has no neck and where a head would be on its raised shoulders is a large bird-like beak with no eyes, just nose holes. Interesting. And that is what you see. Have I seen something like this figure before? Like in, um, either in the library or somewhere else? You can make an assumption on its oddity that it is either a Dockerite or an aberration. Interesting. Alrighty. Hmm. There's no way I can communicate to the other boats. That's definitely not happening. Um, question if i cast fairy fire it, is it going to envelop the whole creature or I, can i have it target a specific area sure you can have a target specific area how what's the range I, of fairy fire uh 60 feet you would have to get closer to it to cast it okay what's the range of the ballista the ballista would be probably 300 feet so you would be able okay. to be able to shoot all right 
All right, right now, let's use our range to our advantage. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. Uh, this ballista is shooting essentially giant metal arrows, right? Yes. Is there any way I can heat metal and arrow or no? You could, but the creature itself is you generating a massive amount of heat. Heat might not be the most effective thing to use on this. All right, let's see if we got something else in the inventory here. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Okay, let's try. No, that's not a good idea for that. Let's just do a regular arrow shot, regular blizzard so, shot, so, excuse me. Okay, roll to hit. Uh, remember, it's dex plus uh, proficiency. Dex plus pro. Seventeen to hit. Roll for damage. Awesome. And what am I rolling for damage? 3d10. 3d10. Awesome. 14 points of damage. And just as things are looking bleak, a large ballista shot embeds itself in between one of the armored plates as a thick uh, bluish blood pours out of the creature and lets out a screech. And as it screams in pain and the, the next ship starts to aim its cannons. We will end this episode here. Dun, dun, dun.